Hello, my name is Michael Garrick, and this is Popping Culture. My guest today is Chris Moyad. He's a singer, rapper, and also the owner of Hollow Art. Thank you so much for coming on, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me, man. I'm glad to be here. No problem, man. Uh, for people that don't know what Hollow Art is, can you explain it to them? Uh, Hollow Art is an entertainment art uh, company. Like we, we do music. We're trying to get into film and comedy and just all different forms of entertainment and also different forms of art as well. Um, right now, we are based in Columbia, South Carolina. You know, we do performances all over the city and uh, yeah, just releasing music and different things like that, but really just trying to be a all-around entertainment uh, conglomerate. Nice, nice, <laughs> nice. And uh, some great music. Um, where, tell them where they can find it. Uh, you can find us on Apple Music, Spotify, wherever you get your music, really, all streaming services, uh, YouTube, yeah, everywhere. Um, who would you say influenced your music? Biggest influence probably uh, Outkast, but um, more more recent influences probably uh, Childish Gambino. I can like, hear, yeah, definitely. Yeah, Childish Gambino. I guess Outkast would be like the the uncles, and Gambino would be like the older brother kind of. Yeah. <laughs> After hearing some of your music, I, I would definitely agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. nice, nice. Yeah. So when did you start? Uh, I started when I was like, well, I think I always been like writing always been like coming up with my own little songs and stuff like that but uh actually officially like recording i was like <clears throat> i'm saying like a lot i was 16 no, when okay. I, <laughs> I was 16 when i first started recording and um yeah and i really wasn't taking it that serious i mean i was taking it serious to me but it was a lot that i was uh ignoring a lot of aspects like performing and uh promotion and, and different different things that go into it i was just kind of recording music and playing it for my friends for the longest time but, okay um, so who, who actually like told you put it out there who told me to put it out um i was just saying uh, you say you were recording it like did you already record it and know like you were going to put it out there or you just yeah yeah i was recording okay. i was putting it out and uh but you know fast forward like 10 years later my, my pops came along and he you know he listened to my music and he was like, you know, this guy's kind of good. You know, let me let me jump on that. <laughs> nah, he's he's great, man. Like he um he came and was like, we got to take we got to treat it like a business. You know, you have to you can't neglect the money aspect of it, and that's kind of the balance right now. You know, I'm the artist and he's the manager, so it, it works. You know? I mean, you guys have a great relationship, man. It's no yeah. like Joe Jackson type stuff. Like it seems like you guys uh, are a great team. So that's yeah, nice, nice. Okay. <laughs> uh, so the topic you chose was modern day modern day hip hop. Um, yeah. Any special reason why? Um, just because I feel like modern day hip hop gets kind of a bad rap. Like just um, so many people say like, "Oh, this is the worst era." Everybody sounds the same, and I'm here to argue that, in my opinion, every era there's usually a, a collection of people who sound exactly the same. You know, just in my opinion, I think this is probably like not a you know, uh, um, what's the word? Popular opinion, but I think this is probably one of the best times to be alive as a hip hop artist. Like you have, you got, you got something for the young, for the youth. You know, you got that crazy rap. You have the lyrical underground stuff. You got the party rap. You got the just whatever type of whatever type of rap you like or whatever type of music you like. You can find it. You just gotta look for it. You can't just listen to the radio and be like, oh, you know, today's music sucks. You gotta go out there and search for it. You know. Yeah, it's something for everybody. I think I understand what you're saying. Um, do you mean like the rhyme scheme in general? Because uh, now with trap music, it's usually the same rhyme scheme, just like back then with Cool 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 Mo D 
and many other rappers from the time. It was yeah. just that rhyme scheme was the same. Exactly. And yes. Would yeah. you say it's because the beats were the same back then, just as they are now? Somewhat. I mean, there's always there's always a, a tempo, I guess, or just a vibe that that the world that the culture is is on at a certain time, and everybody is joining in on that you know that vibe and there's usually a few people standing out doing their own thing but for the most part if everybody is listening to this you know most people are not like i'm gonna go do something else like and we're talking about mainstream you know so yeah mainstream they want to stay in a certain lane you know so if that makes sense no definitely definitely makes sense but i'm saying like with the internet though you don't have to listen to what's mainstream on the radio you can listen to earl sweatshirt you know you can listen to you know, I don't know, whoever underground you want to listen to, yeah. Do you think yeah. that's because of streaming? Now it's easier, like, you could just, like, go to an app and find someone. I like when you had to, like, go to, a, like, a store and be like, I don't yeah. want to check out this new artist if I got to pay $10, you know? Yeah, you don't, I mean, yeah, you don't have to leave your crib to, to buy music anymore. You don't have to leave your crib to make music. You don't have to leave your crib to put music out anymore. So there's way more out there for people to listen to, you know, so... Who do you think is some like modern day hip hop artist that should get more attention? My favorite, probably my favorite modern day is Isaiah Rashad. He signed he signed with TDE. You familiar? Oh yeah. I love Isaiah Rashad, man. He's like in a in a weird spot, you know, because he he'll rap over like a boom bap, you know, old school type of beat, but still have like the modern day flow. And I always like that, you know, bridging the gap type of thing. And I mentioned uh, Earl Sweatshirt. Tyler the Creator, you know those guys. Like, yeah, Tyler. They, yeah, he's not like he's not on the radio, you know. But he may, he just makes good music, you know. And even somebody like ASAP Rocky, like he's he's mainstream just because people know him. But he doesn't have like big, huge radio hits and stuff like that, you know. He just makes good music that people connect with, you know. And I think this is a great time to do that because before, like before the internet, a record label probably wouldn't give you funding, you know, like that for. A risk, you know, to try to do something that's not popular necessarily. Very, very true, very true. Um, when it comes to the backlash that modern day hip hop gets, do you think some of it's well deserved, or are you saying that none of it's well deserved? Um, I think there's no, we can't have a one size fits all mentality, you know, and and you also got to remember that uh, hip hop always, to me at least, always been a reflection of, you know, the culture specifically the youth culture. So it's like, if you don't like what they're talking about in the music, then, you know, change the lifestyle of the kids. You know I mean? They, they just, I don't know. They're listening to the people that they can relate to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If, if, if you 40 years old and you don't like what's on the radio, then it's not for you. It's, I'm sorry. It's just not for you. You had you know? 40 years to find something that you like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but, but also you like, they have stuff for people who are 40 now. Like Jay-Z put out an amazing album, a couple years ago, two chains, uh, killer Mike, uh, futures like 38, something like that. But <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying that yeah. like, this is the perfect time to be a hip hop fan. Like that's there's something for everybody. That's a great example with Jay-Z. You're right. That is, yeah. that's true. Mm-hmm. Like if you listen to like the blueprint, uh, totally different from his latest album. Like yeah. now he's talking about having a family and it's just, yeah, yeah you're right. That, exactly. that's, he, he grew up because you know, rap is a young, it's a young genre. Like, it's from, it started in, like, 1979. Yep. So, the kids who were listening to it then are adults. They're, you know, in their 40s and, and 50s now. So, you need somebody that they connect with. You know, they can't connect with these, 
you know, colorful dreadhead kids these days. So yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's, that's true. But the kids like it, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like we say, like we're old. Like yeah, the kids, yeah, the kids, good for them. Uh, yeah. People have um, tried to stationalize like rap music, where like you can tell the type of rap by the instrumentals or by the flow. Do mm-hmm. you think in modern day music, let's say, um, do you still feel like if you heard someone? By just listening to someone, you can tell they're from the West Coast or from up north? Or do you think it's more like you couldn't tell quickly? Um, I think now it doesn't matter as much because of the Internet and because we're all connected through different through you know different experiences and stuff that um, you don't necessarily have to, just because you're from the West Coast, sound like you're from the West Coast, you know. But I will say I think the artists who do incorporate uh, – their uh region and their sound i think they last longer oh yeah you know i think yeah i think southern artists who sound like they're from the south last longer than people who just trying to sound like whatever you know that's true but um yeah because like back to asap rocky when he came out he was sounding like he was from the like not his voice but the type of beats and the flows he was using was very very southern like he was using chopped and screwed flows and stuff like that which was not popular for a new york rapper to do at the time you know but like I said, internet culture, you know, he could read like I think maybe in the nineties, uh a New York rapper wouldn't get access to Southern hip hop as much, you know, but now everything's on the internet. You can find it. Like you just gotta look for it. Exactly. Um to backpedal a bit what you said, how do you feel the producers have changed the game when it comes to modern day hip hop? Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. I think um I don't know. I think producers are more are more popular than ever now, though. You know, I think they have uh more personality and I wouldn't even say that. I think I guess like I don't know how to say it, but I guess like Metro Boomin, you know what I'm saying? He could put out a a, a Metro Boomin album. And just have like all his favorite rappers on there. And I think you didn't see that that much, you know, back then. I think, I don't know. I think producers are much more appreciated now. I think they uh, really took the DJ approach to where like DJs would yell over like um, Gangsta Grills, yeah, where, or DJ Khaled, where they would say their name so much that it was like uh, you had to acknowledge them. Now, like, yeah. okay, I made this beat that I know is amazing, no matter yeah. who raps on it. So let me just put my name on the tail on the beginning and the end, yeah. and now you know who I am. Yeah, yeah, exactly, man, exactly. Whereas, I think in the ni- in you know '90s, early 2000s, it was more about the the artist on the song. Like now, it's kind of like you know who produced it. You know, that, the name that that the name of the producer could sell it just yeah. as much as the artist can. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, how old are you? I'm 28. 28. Uh, do you know who Rick Rubin is? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Like Rick Rubin <laughs> was like the first producer I ever heard of. Where I was like, "Oh, he's famous. Like, why, why is he famous?" And I finally heard like all his instrumentals, and I was yeah. like, "Oh, okay, he deserves to be famous." Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rick Rubin, man. He he kind of had that like raw minimalist kind of approach to yeah. hip hop, almost like punk rock approach to hip hop music. And yeah, I he's like one of the few people though when you hear that name and you see him, be like, "Yeah, he's a Rick Rubin." <laughs> Uh, yeah, he, he couldn't he, be a, a, a Sammy Davis. Like he had to be. Yeah, yeah. a Rick Rubin. He looks like a shaman or something. Like he looks like <laughs> he looks just like, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, he just looks like a wise, you know, 
wizard or something. I don't know. Yeah, it looks him. like he plays chess on Sundays. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he does. And then drank Saturday. Uh, <laughs> opposite. Um, <laughs> when it comes to um, modern day hip hop, again, for people that don't know, in your opinion, when someone says trap music, coming from the South, we both in, in the South, mm-hmm. uh, do you think that that's a subgenre that will last the test of time, or do you think it will just get played out? Oh, I love that question. I think it already has passed the test of time. The trap music's been around since like 2001. Yeah. You know, and um, I mean, it has. It, it, I think it, it evolved so much to the point where it's not a trend anymore. You know, it's been around for 20 years now, you know, and um, when you hear like pop music, like Taylor Swift and all these people, like with the trap drums and the hi hats in their music and stuff, like that, that, that kind of is the genre right now. Like, Trap is in everything, you know. It's in, it's in all genres right now. It's not specific to hip hop. So I think, yeah, I think it will stand the test of time. You know, it's not, it's not a passing, a passing thing. When it comes to gangster rap, do you think that still exists now, or do you think that just evolved to trap? Yeah, yeah, it still exists. I mean, yeah, of course. I think, <clears throat> I think gangster rap and trap are, are separated right now because I think trap is more so a sound now. And I think gangster rap. Is, I mean, as long as there's gangsters, it's gonna be they're gonna make music. I mean, so <laughs> I think that's not gonna go gonna go away either. Okay. Yeah. When it comes to uh, like my favorite rapper is J Cole. Ooh. When it comes to like uh, the rappers that make you, I wouldn't say they're not. They're more. Um, I don't want to use the word educated because somebody can like have an education and still not be educated. More introspective. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you feel like uh, J. Cole, Big Crit, rappers like that, do you think they can stay in the test of time or do you think like eventually people will get bored of that? Uh, I think people will appreciate them more over time. You know, because I mentioned Jay-Z. Uh, I, n- I never liked Jay-Z until I got in my 20s. I just didn't, I couldn't appreciate you're right. What he was doing. Oh yeah, when you pay taxes, time. you get it. Right? Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And I think with J Cole, I think when a lot of kids listen to him, they're kind of like, I don't want nobody preaching to me. But then when you actually get to college and you start seeing some of the things that he's talking about, then you'll understand a little more. And I think that's just a testament to um, him telling his story. You know what I'm saying? When you tell your personal story, it, it connects with people when they go through what you went through. So I think that's important. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they'll definitely stand it. They'll they'll stand the test of time. Yeah. Um, now I, when it comes to some rap, and this is totally biased, but I just feel like everybody sounds like Roscoe Dash. Roscoe Dash, you took it back, man. Yeah. Roscoe Dash. Oh yeah, man. You, you know you enjoy the music, you start having sex too, and uh, <laughs> it sticks with you. I think Chris Rock said that. Yeah, it sticks with you. Did he? <laughs> yeah. For me, I don't know. <laughs> Um, anyway, uh, when it comes to like Roscoe Dash and that that tone, that singing, that kind of rap, mm-hmm. uh, of course T Pain's singing wise, T Pain started, but like mm-hmm. I think Roscoe Dash started with the rapping and the auto tune. Do you mm. think he was the person that like introduced it to everybody else? Uh, no, I think it was Kanye West. Me and my friend had a uh, argument about this. I could be completely wrong. I could be making a fool out of myself. I think Kanye West birthed. <laughs> he birthed this this. This sing rap style when he got on um, 808 and Heartbreaks. It, yes, but right before 808 and Heartbreak, you remember he did the song, he did a feature with Jeezy on Put On. I feel like it's still yeah. Nick that owe me checks. I feel like. Basically, he was sing, rap singing his pain, but also like singing about stunting 
and like all the all the women that owe him sex and different things like that. Tell me that's not like Future's whole career at this point, you know? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that's kind of how I, that's kind of how I see it. I think Roscoe Dash was uh you know, he was he was good for the time, but I I think he was like a product of the time, you know? I don't, I wouldn't say he um in my opinion, I wouldn't say he had that big of a impact, man. I just, you know, Oh no, I'm not saying he was a great artist at all. Oh, like, yeah, 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 as long as we're not. Yeah, I hope <laughs> no, that's I not what you, I sound like. I, no, I thought you was like J Cole number one, Roscoe Dash number two. No, it, no, 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 no. I'm talking <laughs> about somebody became a millionaire and was like, "Let me go." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. he dipped off. This yeah. was the best I could do. I'm surprised as everybody else. Let me go. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he had the plan. He had it mapped out. Good plan. Um, <laughs> when it comes to group rap in mm-hmm. modern day, I would say um, to start out with modern day, I would say Travis Porter. Mm. Uh, I really wish those guys had uh, really like stayed because they they yeah. have hits. They really have yeah. hits. Yeah. Like uh, with um, Migos, they they're still te- you know have yeah. the test of time. Even though one, even though they've been going single, they can still release a, like a group album and sell. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like that's something that can just comes and goes? Or do you think they can actually last in the future? People going back to having groups where everyone raps. Uh, I think with a lot with a lot of things in music. And life in general, I think it's like, uh, I think Andre might have said it once. He said it's kind of like a pendulum, you know what I'm saying, what people want. And I think, because um, if you remember, like, it was a point where posses was, like, a big thing. Like, it was kind of like people would do label albums, you know what I'm saying? But then they kind of went away from that. I think it'll come back. I think things like that come and go, you know what I'm saying? It just depends on the, the tempo that everybody's on at that point, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah you're right. Uh, Cause I I think Andre was the one that broke the group up. I want if I want to say I think he was the one that was like yeah I want to be solo for a while. Yeah, Andre always been kind of an introvert. I'm talking like I know the guy. But <laughs> I mean after watching Idlewilds, I kind of get it. I'm like yeah, yeah. I want to get away from you too. Uh, <laughs> what? Oh, you saw the movie? Uh, yeah, man. I've seen and heard everything Outcast has ever done. Okay. okay. <laughs> um. When it comes to like, because it's another wave, of course. Like it's always mm-hmm. another wave, another wave, another wave. Mm-hmm. What do you think of those new age rappers like Triple Red? Mm, I think that's for the kids. <laughs> I think I can't. Well, I, I will say about these new wave rappers, what they're doing is, uh, and a lot of people might not like it, but they're moving away from what is traditionally seen as hip hop. Like they're incorporating rock into it, and I think that that's what's going to help you stand the test of time too is uh you got to be able to be diverse you got to be able to try new things because even outcast they weren't just doing rap like they they were incorporating um like funk and soul and different things like that so when i hear somebody like trippy red he sounds like a rock star you know what i'm saying who just decided to to rap you know um that's kind of how i see it like the whole uh mumble rap pill popping face tat era is kind of like yeah, they're just trying to be rock stars, you know. That's, you know, yeah. that's kind of where they're at. <laughs> yeah, but the only thing I think weird about it, and I think we can go back to Lil Wayne. Like Lil Wayne dropped a, a rock album. Yeah, it was horrible. Like yeah, I can't think of one song. I can't think of name one <laughs> song. Was, and when it, it comes to Triple Red, I can't think of one song. And I like I've hey. heard of someone, but I can't think of one one yeah. name doesn't come to mind. Man, I'm not big on hating. No, no, that's not what I'm coming. <laughs> no, off I'm not at saying all, you hating. Yeah, but, I'm just saying like, yeah, rap and. Talking about rap uh, rock albums, there hasn't been a good one. I don't think, off the top of my head, I can't think of one good rap rapper who made a rock album that was actually like. I like Kid Cudi's. I'll say that. I like, I'll give um, Run DMC their credit. Run DMC made a rock album. 
it was a it was a great mixture, but I guess it wouldn't be they they were in the rock hall of fame. They are in the like rock yeah, and roll yeah. hall of fame, but that's only because there's no like rap hall of fame. Like, but one hundred percent. That's one hundred percent true. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> That was perfect. <laughs> the reason why is clear. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, if you feel uncomfortable, we can skip over this. But how do you feel about modern day uh, religious rap? Um, I never really liked religious rap. It's it's kind of hard to make those two things because I don't think nobody enjoys being uh i think people who enjoy being preached to don't enjoy rap and so it's kind of hard to mix those two and it's also hard to make uh it's hard to rap about uh god without sounding like i'm better than you you know what i'm saying and i think rap is also inherently kind of like saying i'm better than you i don't know it's weird it's weird It's, it's a weird thing to mix you know i never really at least i haven't heard artists who mixed it well I give Chance credit, I but I just, but I can't like I can't clearly go with like Chance as a Christian rapper. I just can't. Yeah, but I was just about to backpedal a little bit because Chance did he did it. The thing that he did that was different. He didn't he didn't pretend like he was better than you. Like he came out with he had songs on there about yeah I'm in the club bitches and booties and you know what I'm saying and then turn around and like you know but I love God though <laughs> you know what I'm saying and I think that's I think that's honestly what's what's needed. Like I'm on you know I'm on your level and I found God. Yeah, it sounds way that. better, you know, than just, oh, you got to stay away from my fleshly desires, but <laughs> they be calling me. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> this fleshly yeah, desires. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So when it comes to your, when you rap, mm-hmm. do you have a key audience that you're like, a niche audience, or do you feel like you want to be for everyone? Uh, I don't really, and this might be bad, I don't really think about as much who... It, who I'm making it for You know what I'm saying I'm, I'm making it for I, I'm making it for the kid Who's just like me out there You know what I'm saying The kid that was lonely and, and awkward You know Who didn't want to talk to nobody in school So he had his headphones in all the time You know what I'm saying I'm, That's who I make music for So I, I can I can only tell my story You know what I'm saying I'm not trying to preach to anybody Or anything like that um, And and if you hear my music I don't I wouldn't say I'm like glorifying anything that i'm talking about i'm just telling my story you know i'm just telling about the things that i've you know did and done and do you know and if that makes sense but i don't i don't really think about what audience i'm i'm shooting for nice nice. yeah what are some artists that you want to work with um i honestly i want to work with whoever uh you know wants to work with me to be honest and I'm I'm willing to like try anything. Like I want to step out the box. I want to try different things. But an artist that I would like love to collaborate with, uh, I want to say Andre so bad, but I don't want to be the one bad Andre song. You know what I'm saying? Like that's my, that's my fear. I feel like I freeze up if, if Andre's like, yeah, you know, give me your best verse and let's do a song. Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> you, yeah, you definitely don't want um, like the early two thousands with Lil Wayne, but we're gonna skip whoever else this is and let's just go straight to Wayne. You yeah, know? exactly. Yeah, that's not what I want. But who knows, man? It, I mean, it might bring a different different beast out of me. You know, that might be might be the case. Uh, I love to work with Gambino, of course, and um, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not really that big on features. Uh, not for the name, at least. Like, 
<clears throat> I just whatever feels right for the song, kind of like oh this this song would sound good with like a soulful singer on it, you know, and then I'll find a soulful a soulful singer for that song. I'm not so much big on like names and stuff like that, so yeah. Nice, nice. Um, when it comes to female rappers, um, from starting from day one to now, uh, do you feel like it's evolved um, when it comes to female rappers? Or do you feel like because uh, now I, I can clearly see say like it's a lot of female rappers better than male rappers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love, <clears throat> I love that man. But I also love that there are some trash ones too. I love the fact that like there was a point where if you wanted to be a female rapper, you had to be like super hard like you had to go harder than a lot of men you know what i'm saying but now it's kind of like it's kind of like the same as with men like you could be trash and be a female rapper too like you can make you don't have to make lyrical spiritual music you know what i'm saying you can make the you can make the the booty shake you know i make my money type of music you can make the lyrical feminist you know type of music you can make whatever type of music you want to make it's music tell your story you know i think that's i i'm not a girl but i think that would be inspiring to be a little girl and be like you know, I can do music. Like, I don't have to be anything but myself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And that just sounds like a powerful message. I know that. Um, yeah. Nice, nice. Mm-hmm. Um, last question. Do you follow those double XL freshmen? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like a guilty thing. I do follow. Like, yeah. I, I kind of just want to know what, like... I do my own thing, but I like to know what, like, where the kids' heads at right now. Like, what, what are, what, is, what are the people listening to right now? You know, what's, who's up and coming? And uh, yeah, yeah, I do. I follow them and I check. I listen to pretty much everybody on the list. Like, I'll listen to like their biggest song or something like that. And you know, most times it's like one or two artists on the list that I'm like I really rock with. And you know, like you know, sometimes I find a new favorite artist. I'm not gonna lie, man. I I, I try to follow every year. And yeah. I ain't gonna lie. It's few every year. It's always those artists where I'm like, make all your money now, because <laughs> this is not. You got a great summer ahead, but after this, buddy, yeah, yeah, get some Ghost hey, Riders man. or something to get you a team because yeah. you gonna have one great summer. Then you need buy all your apartment complexes yep. now. Retire, man. Retire to the farm like Thanos. Yeah. And be done. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, man, thank you so much for coming on. Is there anything thank you'd like you. to say to your fans? Um, I love y'all. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, shout out to my dad, man. He's cool. He's in. He's in the building. Shout out to Mike, Michael, Garrick. He's. Thank you for having me, man. No I, I really appreciate it. We just, you know, yes. yeah, yeah. It was uh, cool. It was nice. Nice. Where <laughs> can they follow you on social media? You follow me on Instagram and Facebook, uh, Chris Mohead. Um, it's Chris C H R I S. M O H E A D, and I'm on Twitter too, but I don't be on Twitter. And <laughs> I just, yeah, I just don't. Um, yeah, man, and expect new music uh, real soon. Depending on when this came out, it might be new music out already. And yeah, All right. that's it. Much love to you, man. Appreciate cool. you, bro. No problem. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much for coming on, and you guys have an amazing day.